Hey everyone, Jamel Curry here. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Today we're bringing you a conversation I had with Justin Grunwald after his seventh place finish at the 2021 Black Canyon 100K. Justin's battle against Ben Koss in the final quarter mile of the race was my favorite moment of the event. Of course, we caught it all on video during AeroViper's live stream race coverage. So if you missed that, I highly recommend heading over to the AeroViper running YouTube channel to watch the live stream or the highlight video we made to see the sprint finish unfold in real time. Anyway, here's my conversation with Justin Grunwald. Justin, thanks for joining me today. After you had, I think, the most exciting finish at Black Canyon just uh, about a week and a half ago. Um, Tell us a little bit about, um, I guess, first off, running this race and you know, you originally were in wave three and uh, we had a little back and forth. Tell us how that went down. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Um, Black Canyon, I think, has been on my radar since last year. And I was super excited to get to come down, especially with not many races happening. This was kind of my big race of the year, essentially. But uh, initially registered, got put in wave three, which I was a little disappointed about. But at the same time, totally understandable because there's limits on everything you can do in a um, race like this where you're trying to be safe, keep people healthy. But uh, essentially shot you and Jubilee a couple messages and kind of had a little back and forth. But I guess I proposed that I'd be okay in wave three. And I came up with the idea, maybe you guys could throw some money at Brave Like Gabe for everyone I beat in wave one. And then um, you responded that you'd love to, which is incredible on your guys's part. Um, so usually when I do a longer race, I try to do a fundraiser for the foundation. I'm still the chair of the foundation, but it's grown. We have one employee now, which is amazing. And then we fund rare cancer research with that money. So it kind of, my running's already purposeful to myself, but it gives me a little more purpose, I guess, in like another realm of hopefully doing more good for the world with it, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. And we were yeah, happy to take you up on that. And we were able to find a spot for you in wave one as well. So you're able to start with everyone at, at 7am. What was the atmosphere like uh, on race day? Oh, it was great. I mean, I think everyone's had so much time apart that like you see that one person you haven't seen in basically a year. And it was just exciting. There's a ton of talent, amazing field, um, cool to be on that mire high school, like cinderish dirt track. And then it's so weird, like used to being in like faster races years ago, but being in this, like everyone like gets all excited. Then you like start like trotting out of the gate. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. And I know you were, you know, you showed up uh, wanting to race for that golden ticket and um, maybe didn't have the day you were hoping for out there. Um, how did the kind of most of the race play out for you? How did it go out out on the trail itself? Yeah, the trail was amazing. The weather was amazing. Um, I knew from probably previous experience and just knowing splits that a lot of guys were going out what I considered too hard uh Hayden's a great runner who ran a good time last year and I like to look at a lot of history for these races because it's easy to go run 
seven minute pace for 30 miles, but then there's 30 more miles to go. So I kind of took it out very easy, tried to place myself in like 10 to 20th place, hoping to go through 50K in like the 350 to four hour range. I had a little bit of like stomach upset from the night before. So I was actually running with Tyler Green, stopped at a porta potty, caught Tyler Green again, stopped at a porta potty, and then was slowly <laughs> reeling him back in. But um, he's a very smart runner. So I knew I paced him at Javelina for the last 40, like two years ago. So I was like, I'll just pretend I'm crew and Tyler. We'll have a good day out there and kind of just hang out and have fun. So the first 45 miles were like a dream. And then stomach kind of dropped again. And it was a little less of a dream for a little while. Now let's talk about towards the end of the race. Now you came through Table Mesa and maybe were you in like 11th position, maybe 10th or 11th, somewhere in there? Yeah, yep, I think so. And then you passed a number of people in that final stretch. And then, you know, we were watching this drone aerial of Ben Koss coming into the finish. And, you know, we they're just chat, chit-chatting about it. And then we had these rumors starting to fly in that, that someone was coming up. And all of a sudden you pop up in the frame and I start freaking out and... What was it like for you, you know, picking him off? Did you have him in your sights? Were you, how hard were you, how fast were you running out there? It's really, it's actually like really cool to go watch the drone footage and like your excitement and conversation. Cause it was almost like the same thing was going through my head. I could probably, I think you kind of peek out and you can see the finish with like a half mile to go. And I like, in my head, I was like, oh, he's got like a half or a quarter mile on me with a half mile to go. And then, like, I decided I'd pick it up, and I started closing the gap. And then I saw it shot uphill, and I'm like, oh, that looks a little technical. Maybe he'll slow down. And so I started, like, sprinting. But it was just, like, weighing with myself. Like, do I want to go all in? Do I not want to go all in? Do I just want to give him his finish, then finish? But then, ultimately, with the gap closing rapidly, I just kind of went, like, full-on sprint and it ended up being a dramatic fun finish. Yeah. And it's just the fact that it was all caught live on camera is so cool, but it's, it goes opposite to, I think what, I don't know if it's a growing trend, but you see it popping up in the last couple of years, like the, the hand holding finish. And I like, I don't know, for me, uh, just a fan of the sport, like I love seeing something like this, like competing all the way to the finish line. It makes me really happy to see that. Um, and like having to kind of hurt, it looked from the the live footage, like you had to like hurdle through that gate almost because it's just a weird, it's such an odd finish. Like there's like all these obstacles right at the end. There's the little cattle gate and then there's like this structure and you split the sides. I think you guys crisscrossed at the end. <laughs> um, so funny. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's funny because like a hour of stuff goes through your mind in those like 10 seconds. So I'm if it would have been a half mile back, I'd be like, oh, we could just finish together and hold hands. But I'm not going to have that conversation in the last 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we both semi-paused at the gate, which I don't think you can appreciate. But we were both like trying to be gentlemen. Because I was like, there's still room after the gate and I don't really want to kill him. But yeah. he paused more. So I like darted. And it was, just, it was like a weird game of chess. <laughs> Yeah, like the pass itself happened within feet of the gate itself. Like that was the meeting point. It just so happened to be. Um, yeah, it was perfect. Cool. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, such a crazy moment. Um, and I, I do want to shout out, uh, you end, we, I think we ended up with a couple, I don't know how this happened. We had 43 people in the first wave. I don't know. I'm trying to not to ask too many questions, but you passed, you beat 37 people from that first wave. So, um, you know, we're happy to make, I think we actually made the donation yesterday to the Brave Light Gabe Foundation. Do you want to give a quick overview of that for listeners who may not know about it? Yeah, thanks so much for the donation. Essentially, um, my late wife, Gabrielle Grunewald, was a professional track runner, and she had battled a rare cancer for 10 years. And later in her running career, when she was going through chemo and more um, clinical trial treatments, running was harder to be world-class. So she put a lot more of her energy into starting this. And what we do is we fund rare cancer. So all of our funding, aside from having one employee who's an executive director, everything we do goes into rare cancer research. And it's weird, but there's common cancers like breast cancer, lung cancer, colon cancer, but then the rest of every cancer is lumped into rare cancer, essentially. So the majority of diagnoses are actually rare cancers, but we fund clinical trials, bench research, um, do collaborations with large hospital systems to fund and look for cures for these people. And then our slogan is kind of running on hope, which we try to keep people active. I think running is very um, medicinal itself and therapeutic. And with more exercise oncology, it shows being fit and healthy, going into chemo or treatment, you do a lot better on the other side of it. So that's kind of our objective. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing that. And I know there's a lot of runners in our community. You know, it seems like every month there's a cancer diagnosis of some kind. So I think it's important to support uh, these causes. Um, and thanks for sharing. So check, go ahead and check that out. You can go find more information. Is it bravelightgabe.org? .org. Okay, thank yep. you. Cool. I think that's it. Unless there's anything else you want to add. No, I just want to say thanks so much for having me. And um, you guys' events are absolutely world-class. I already have Black Canyon on my schedule for next year, and I'd love to get down to Javelina and mix it up with a fast 100 mile. So thanks a lot for all you guys do for the running community. Awesome. Thank you so much, Justin. We'll talk soon. Have a good day. All right, that does it for today's episode. Thank you to Justin for taking the time to chat with us. If you'd like to learn more about the mission at the Brave Like Gabe Foundation and help support rare cancer research, go to bravelikegabe.org. Once again, I'm Jamil Curry. Thanks for tuning in to Steep Life Media. This platform is a collection of all the audio content we're making for you at Aravipa Running, Run Steep Get High, and of course, Mountain Outpost. If you haven't already, consider subscribing to the show and dropping us a review. It really helps us out. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you on the next one.